All right, and welcome to another episode of Sports Bears from an Agent's Perspective. Right, episode number 75, man. Uh, very quick turnaround, um, you know, from literally dropping an episode about two days ago. Um, I don't know, this week I've just felt the urge to just, um, you know, connect with, you know, fellow sports enthusiasts, um, whether it's coaches, you know, team owners, um, players as well. And, you know, I think I've just had a certain stroke of luck where so many people are, are looking to just connect and uh, get on the podcast, you know, and just, you know, talk um, about the sports biz with me. So, yeah, today we're back to talking nothing but soccer, uh, football. We're going to be talking professional football um, in Asia. I'm not going to tell you which country it is. You'll have to stick around um, for our guest who's coming on later as we're going to be talking about, you know, just professional football um, in one of the Asian markets. All right, so make sure you stick around. As always, man, you're always with your host, Zila, a.k.a. Chester Mbekela. Um, and to those who listened to the previous episode, episode number 74, I hope you guys enjoyed, um, you know, listening to Mitchell Smith's journey on how, you know, he went from being a player and now eventually being the director of rugby of um, a newly formed, you know, pretty much premium professional rugby sevens team that will be playing in um, global sevens tournaments. I mean, that's awesome stuff, man. Where to live your dream, where to follow your passion and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so shout out to Mitch. And I thank him for just coming on the podcast and having a chat with us. All right. So um, after the break, we will be bringing our new guest on. So make sure you stick around. All right. But for now, we've got to pay the bills. Onto a commercial break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. I know, you know, from my personal experience, man, when I was an athlete, when I was a player, you know, there'd be times I would go through, you know, feelings of like stress and anxiety, you know, stress to perform, you know, stress to play well, to make sure you play for that next contract. And, you know, I really wish that I had had, you know, certain like avenues to really vent and get out these frustrations and just have an objective party to talk to. All right. Better help, man. It's a platform that offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you through, you know, your tough time or whatever you're going through. Now you're able to talk to your therapist in private, um, in an online environment at your convenience. So it's literally therapy um, wherever you may be, you know. Um, there's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapists network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then uh, you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Imagine that, under 48 hours. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions and then uh, plus you can exchange unlimited messages with your therapist um, and everything you share is 100% and completely confidential. Right? What I've found helpful, man, with using a platform um, like BetterHelp, 
again, you know, it's just their response time that if you're going through something, um, you're able to talk with your therapist and share it right there and then, you know. My therapist, uh, Mark, is so efficient um, and I'm really um, happy that I'm working with him. All right, and then you can actually also request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime if the, cur like the current um, therapist that you matched with doesn't work out for you. All right, so you don't need to stress and feel like you're trapped with one therapist. You can actually request to change. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer to sports bears from an agent's perspective, podcast listeners. So you get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash kzmbekela. Right? That's betterhelp.com slash kzmbekela. E-K-E-L-A, Bekela. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hello. Hey, Kendi. Uh, Finally. Yeah. <laughs> my God. Finally got to. Yeah, I, I connect with my phone right now. I was, yeah, I was about to say, I was actually sending you a message saying that try your, your cell phone. Okay, that will yeah. work better. Um, but anyways, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for taking, you know, um, for taking this time to come and have a chat to us on the podcast. Um, as you know, I mean, we connected months ago, and you know, through um, our work within the the sport of football. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm really grateful that, you know, you agreed to just come and share with us um, your journey within, you know, the world of professional football. And uh, hopefully we can learn more about you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you as well, Zila. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the opportunity. And yeah, let's talk about okay. football, about sports and everything. Okay. All right. Okay. So just to start off, Kendi, can you just... Introduce yourself to, you know, our listeners who don't know about you. Okay, so, yeah, uh, my name is Kendi. Uh, my full name is Kendi Chandra. I'm from Indonesia and I was born in 1998 in a city called Medan. Okay. It's in the Sumatra Island. I'm the academy director of High Raging Club Football Academy and the CEO of Media Sport Agency. So, okay. yeah, High Raging Club Football Academy in Indonesia... Uh, people know as HRCFA. Okay. So, okay. yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you for that intro. Uh, nice and short. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Like <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, um, just to start off, you know, Kendi, we were just going to take you back to your younger days. Um, I mean, you're, you're actually still young because you were born in 1998. Yeah. 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 I'm 24. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Tell me, um, when did you discover the game of soccer? Because um, I've never been to Indonesia personally, so I don't really know what's the biggest sport out there. So could you tell me when you first discovered the game? Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, you, you have to come to Indonesia and you'll see everybody play football here. But yeah, we're going to talk about Indonesia football later. But 
Uh, I'm love with soccer since grade five in the primary school in Indonesia. Okay. I was dreamed to become a professional football player and started developing my talent when I reached grade seven okay. in the high school. Okay. I joined the soccer academy until 2016 and started my soccer career in Spain from 2017 until 2019. So it's about two years. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did you leave Spain because of the pandemic or? Ah, no, no, no. But yeah, after after I leave Spain, the, the pandemic comes, you know, uh, uh, because uh, I live uh, in June and the pandemic start December, right? Mm, mm, yeah, mm. something like that. Okay. Right. Yeah, but but okay. I have stopped. I have to stop my career in 2019 because of some reason. Oh, okay. so, yeah, yeah. What well, is it? A personal reason? Personal reason or maybe yeah, it's personal reason. It's personal I reason. I see. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, now, yeah. If you're not comfortable talking about it, don't even worry. We're not. Gonna yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, as you said, football is the number one sport in Indonesia. But um, you know, growing up, did you have any other interests? you know, in other certain sports, because you usually find that even though you're maybe talented at football, sometimes you could have been good as an athlete as well, maybe in sprints, or maybe you were good at um, another sport, like maybe tennis. So what other sort of like talents did you have? In- yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a sport enthusiast. So I, I, I played a lot of sport, like badminton, okay. cycling, jogging, basketball swimming table tennis gym and futsal okay yeah so yeah i love i love i love sport and i would like to try many many sport so like i would like to try tennis uh, mm-hmm. golf but i never tried before I yeah. see. <laughs> i see all right and then um so obviously um when did you know because I know you already told me that, um, you know, you enrolled in an academy when you were, I think, after grade seven, you know, to develop your skills. But for you, at what age did you know that, OK, you know, I think I want to play soccer when I'm older? You know, was it maybe when you were 10, 11 or maybe when you got to grade seven, you were like, OK, you know, I think I yeah, have yeah. talent and I want to try and make it as a pro. Like, when did you know that you want to do this? Yeah, so since I moved to Spain to start my soccer career, okay, I, I have set my plan B. So the plan B is, uh, I was thinking like, how if I fail to become a professional soccer player? Mm. And that plan B is open a football academy with Spanish philosophy in Indonesia. I see. I so see. so okay. when, I, when I moved to Spain, I start my soccer career and I also mm. start um, studying about sports studies there. Okay. Uh, around uh, two years. So in 2019, when I have to stop my career, mm. and I have, to, I have that plan B to run. So it's three years already since uh, my academy, Higher Reaching Club Football Academy, was found. Mm-hmm. And Media Sport Agency is a new. Okay. It was okay. found in May 2022. All right. Wait. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. We still, we're going to talk about your agency. I don't want you to talk about it. All right. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not too soon. Okay. All right, uh, before we, we carry on about the other points, so where are you living now? Are you in Jakarta or uh, which city in Indonesia are you in now? Yeah, yeah. So like I said before, I was born in Medan. 
Mm-hmm. But since uh, two years old, I-, I moved to Jakarta with my family. Mm, okay, yeah, and so I'm in Jakarta is... right now. All right. So how is life in Jakarta? Um, is it like exciting? You know, fast? Um, or is it just you know nice and relaxed? Like how how is the lifestyle over over there? Uh, Jakarta. If you talk like Jakarta, maybe if you meet other people from Indonesia, mm. they will all say traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know you know traffic in jakarta is is terrible when you yeah like if you want to go to one place you need to spend 30 minutes to one hour or even more sometimes okay all right yeah so but but if we talk about the sport the the, the soccer in mm. indonesia mm. yeah uh we have a lot of uh a lot of potential of player in Indonesia mm, mm, uh, especially in 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 soccer but mm. as you know as all people know that the the foundation of the soccer is not that good in Indonesia and okay. the in the structure of soccer is not that good as well okay and of course our league our competition our youth development is not that good mm, so mm, yeah mm. that's all is the problem to that we cannot make a talent you know in, okay. in here yeah that's why right. and, and and then um how is the level of professional soccer in Indonesia? because i mean look um you know since i got into football you know since living here in japan um i started doing my research you know which other other um football markets that have good level of professional football and what i found was that outside of japan because japan is the highest in asia outside of that's japan, true it's indonesia true. south korea and thailand all right okay so when did the level get so good in indonesia um yeah so like uh i started my career in spain like so i i played for two years in the spanish league uh-huh And after that two years, I moved to to Indonesia to start mm. the professional career as well with the uh-huh. second division of Indonesia. Okay. But uh, if you ask me to to describe about the level in Indonesia, maybe mm. I can compare it with the Spain league, you know, with the okay. Spanish league. Which division? La Liga. No, yeah. If you if you compare like the the La Liga, maybe uh-huh. well, it's around three or four level below. Okay. You know, so like, yeah. for example, the the first division of Indonesia, mm. maybe it's like the third division and fourth division of Spain. I see. I yeah. See. So so I tried that uh, that level. So I played in sixth division of Spain. Mm-hmm. So it's like probably the second division of Indonesia. You know. Okay. So that uh, that is the comparison. I see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And all right. Uh, how many goals did you? What what position did you play? I play right back and oh. sometimes center back and left back as well. I see. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you weren't really much of a goal scorer. <laughs> <laughs> More assists. <laughs> More assists. Okay. <laughs> All right. I see. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. Okay, and then um, so before we talk about starting your soccer academy, like you you've mentioned, so you went and spent two years in Spain. Can you just tell me how was the experience in Spain and where in Spain were you? Madrid or Barcelona? Where were you? Oh yeah, if you are talking about Spain, everybody know that Spain is the 
the city of football, you know, the country yes, yes. of football. Yes, the country of football. And yeah, I I I live in Valencia. Oh, Valencia. Oh, yeah, Andalusia. Valencia. Andalusia. Yeah, it's near Andalusia. It's okay. near Andalusia. So mm-hmm. it's the third biggest city in in Spain, right? Okay. After Madrid and Barcelona. Okay. So yeah, the life it's really good. I enjoy that moment when I'm in in Spain in Valencia. Mm. The people is nice. The food is nice. It's really delicious. You know, paella, mm. tacos. Oh, it's it's really good. So and the most important things that I studied a lot. I improve a lot. Uh, in in the sport, in the soccer, especially how to improve my soccer skills there, mm. and yeah, I improve a lot. So when I came back to Indonesia, uh, yeah, I can develop all that skills to 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 the Indonesian player. You know, I can give all my knowledge, mm. Mm. and that's good. That's good. Oh. All right. So was the coaching in Spanish, or um, how did they communicate with you? Yeah, so in the first year, like first month until three months, it was mm-hmm. difficult for me because I I can't speak <laughs> yeah. Spanish, you know. Yeah, because in the first in the first month, mm. I was in a, in a city in a in a city um, called Palencia. So it's yeah. near Madrid, but a small city. It's mm. a small town. Okay. And that city, no one can speak English. So, oh, man. wow. Yeah, we have to we have to 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 learn. Spanish. So every every morning, mm-hmm. when uh when when I finish my training, I go back to the to the residence. Mm-hmm. I start again to to study Spanish, to study Spanish all the time. So when I go outside, yeah, after three months, yeah, I can I can speak Spanish. Okay, are you fluent? Yeah, in yeah, now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, <laughs> ¿cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? Estoy bien, estoy bien. ¿Y tú qué tal? <laughs> Oh man, no, that that's amazing. Yeah, it, it's um, I went through a similar thing when I played in in France. So the sport I played, I didn't play soccer. I played rugby. Okay, um, that's but cool. It, yes, but it was a similar thing where in France as well, the the place I started in, which was in Toulouse, they hardly spoke any English. So I had to take French lessons, and I think I only picked up the language properly around also after three four months. Um, but yeah, the first couple of months are tough. They really are tough. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah, because, um, but, and and then staying there, were you living with teammates, or did the club sort you out with your own accommodation? Like, were you living alone? Yeah. So, uh, during my first until three months, I was mm. I was the only one Indonesian player there. Okay. So yeah, I live with uh, Japanese one, Japanese Korean. Okay. And Russian, yeah, people, players around the world. But okay. after three months, there are some Indonesian players come. So, yeah, we make friends and, yeah, it's better. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, it is better. It is better, especially when you see someone from your home country. Then, that's true, that's true. Yeah, it makes the state better. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, so that's awesome. And I'm glad you had a good time. I mean, even though it wasn't that long, but you still had the experience. And I'm sure um, that experience, you know, has stuck with you, you know, for, well, will stick with you for the rest of your life. All right. Okay. So next point that we're going to go into now, starting your soccer academy. So you mentioned before in the uh, previous, you know, chat that we had that 
you started your soccer academy once you got back from Spain. Yeah. Um, can you tell me how, how difficult was it to just, you know, get the process started? Because, you know, starting a soccer academy is a lot of work. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's so true. How, yeah. So how has the process been? How was it for you? Yeah. So what I said before, mm. uh, I founded my academy in August 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, the first time when I started, the this academy mm. we started with only in futsal field you know okay so in only futsal field with only four players oh okay. yeah but um after all progress after all uh we go step by step yeah until now we we can we can have the training session in the big field in 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 the soccer field and we have around 40 players right now okay so yeah with the ambition to improve the quality of indonesian football and develop the best young talent through spanish philosophy mm -hmm. until now we have developed more than 100 players and okay 20 percent of them have succeeded to achieve their dream as a professional football player okay that's good we, we also collaborate with more than 10 companies in sport industry mm. and other industry to improve our program and facilities. I see. Okay. All right. Yeah. And, yeah, tell, yeah. and tell me what, so what kind of training um, is done at the academy? Like you don't have to mention everything, but just like, you know, the key types of training that, you know, yeah, yes, yeah. know that, okay, if I attend um, Candy's Academy, is it's HRC, right? HRC. Yeah, that's true. If HRC. I attend HRC Academy, um, I'm going to learn these type of skills. Like, what kind of training do you guys do? Okay, yeah. As as all people know, if if you attend a good academy or a, or the best academy in the world, mm. they gonna they gonna provide all aspect of training, right? Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, like in in my academy in HRC, yeah, we provide uh, of course tactical training, technical training, fitness training, mm. and psychology training. Mm. That's that's the main object objective uh to have okay and but the other side uh this this program or the training program that very less in in indonesia especially in football academy or soccer school in indonesia they don't have it you know okay yeah so we also provide physiotherapy nutrition program nutrition report and individual player report Mm. tactical analysis and individual training program so for me that that program is uh, we need to provide that program as well to to improve the players uh, mm. skills to develop them better to get better day by day so yeah. that they know um, what is their level today and after one month after two months they're gonna know uh, how much they improve you know by by the report by the the program i see how about yeah. things like um this is just me asking um as a former you know sportsman as well um things like you know strength and conditioning because you know to make it to the next level the game is a bit quicker so players need to be fitter they need to That's be true. faster and nowadays even though they're playing uh, soccer or football they need to be stronger you know That's true. so yep. you know gym work and all that stuff is that incorporated in the academy as well yeah, yeah. So, uh, as I mentioned before, we have fitness training. So, okay. the fitness training is we we provide that fitness training one times a week in okay. the field, yeah, in okay. the field. And the other day, 
we provide the the individual player uh, training program okay. to so that's included the fitness training as well so okay. players can can do fitness outside the okay. the schedule of our training i see i see yeah well, yeah, yeah that that's a good philosophy man and a good um, way to make sure thank that you, thank you. you give the players the um how can i say you give them responsibility to make sure that they put in extra work outside of uh, the program training so that's, yeah that's, that's true a very that's good true. Way. yeah it's it's actually what you guys are doing is very smart because you are also testing how badly do the players want it yeah 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 because yeah. so many players <laughs> you got it that, you got it <laughs> yeah because so many players think that if i just train at the academy that's enough you know that's your, it's yeah not. you still but need it's to not put enough. in the work mm, you still need to put in the work by yourself you know to to get better um so that's very good good test thank you that. thank you all right okay so um moving on so from the academy now you've just established your own sports management company um could you tell us you know the the type of services that you offer within the um the sports management company you just founded yeah as i said before uh in the opening mm-hmm. i have my own sports management called media sports agency mm-hmm. yeah uh we founded in may 2022 so it's new okay but so far uh our services is sport event organizer athlete representation sport education and mm. sport tourism okay so yeah until now we have uh we have done around five events mm. Mm. five events and five players to professional eight players aboard for sport education and successfully carry out sport tourism to Bali and Valencia. Okay. Yeah. I see. Okay, now that, that that's really good. That's really good. So I I, yeah, I saw on LinkedIn that you have um, a tour coming up uh, since, I mean, you played in Spain, so I'm sure you were able to make very good contacts over there. Um, is your tour confirmed to, to go play in, um, in Valencia? Yeah, so uh, we are planning to to have to organize the the tour on March 2023 I see I yeah see. we we have got the the how we call it the the team the team okay. mm-hmm. the team who 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 are interested to to go to visit Spain and play football there okay and the target of this of this tour is for 35 until 40 years old you know I see. I so see. it's 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 quite different. So it's for veteran team. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so it's a new it's a new market. It's yeah. a new market. It's like, that's actually a very good market, man. There are so many that you know, thirties to forty year olds yeah, that yeah, are still yeah, fit, yeah. and you know, I'm I'm sure what you're doing, you know, giving them an opportunity to tour. For some of them, it's almost like living their dream, you know, because you have so many that's guys true. That's true. that are working now. They are really happy. This dream of going to play against maybe a team from overseas. So that's by true, you providing true. such a service, man, that that's actually yeah, it's it's a very unique niche that you're it's unique, it's on. unique, <laughs> it's unique, <laughs> very unique niche. No, but that's good. Um, yeah, you know, I see us doing very similar things, you know, Kendi, because my sports agency as well. Um, I'm actually a an international representative to an academy, international academy. Yeah, which is in uh, Madrid. 
That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, the name of the academy is Geta Getafe. Getafe, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, Getafe International Football Academy. So I'm their international representative, and I basically am the intermediary. Like, if they are high school players, wherever, um, because they accept players from all over the world. So, if I introduce high school players to the academy, they assess them, and then if they are a good fit and they can afford to attend the academy for maybe one year or a semester, then they get accepted. And then they can train there and live as professionals and also study as well through yeah, the academy. Um, that's really so, amazing. Yeah, we're doing very similar things. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, yeah. So that's very good. Okay. So moving on. Um, last point. Your vision for the academy and the sports management business. Like, where do you see both of these businesses, let's say, five to ten years' time? What, what would you like to achieve through them? Yeah. So... Uh, for HRC, mm-hmm. yeah, we have our vision that we strive to develop the best young talent and enabling, enabling them to compete for their professional career. Okay. So from that statement, yeah, we try our best to develop the the young talent in Indonesia. So we always uh, tell them, tell the players that we're gonna put the target for one one year. So after one year. If you improve, we're gonna set another program for you. Okay. Until until you reach 18 years old above, so that you can get a professional contract or mm-hmm. you can go for a trial first. Okay. So that kind of that kind of uh, target that we set for our players, but after one years and he don't improve anything, okay, mm. we we have to talk uh, seriously that. No, you don't have potential in football. You uh, you have to change your hobby. Maybe you can mm. change your your mindset to to start a new job, something mm. like that. Mm. Because we don't want to keep players all all day long only in my academy, but no target. You know. Yeah. No, because that's... because we have the because we have the target that we want them to compete to the professional level. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see, I see. Now, that, that's a good vision. And I'm glad that you're going to use, um, how can I say, um, a way to always be honest with the players. Because, that's true, you that's know, true. You as, have to be honest. Yeah, as difficult as it is sometimes, it's not easy to tell someone that, look, this dream or vision that you've had for so long, unfortunately, you, maybe you're not cut out to be a player, but there are other options to stay in the industry. Like, you know, kids nowadays... If you're not good at being a player, you can think about being um, a coach, you know, That's true. a That's trainer, true. or maybe you can think about um, getting into the, the business side, like what we are doing now, getting into the agency business. That's true. Know? That's true. Because there are so, there's so much soccer talent in the world and not enough agents. That's true. That's true. I agree with you. You know, so yeah, I, I definitely agree with your philosophy that you have to be as honest as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every year and tell them that, listen, you know, you're not, you're just not meeting the targets. Maybe we should think about, maybe you should think about another career path. That's Uh, true. We have, we have to think realistic, you know? Mm, mm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Candy, man. Um, Yeah, I don't want to keep you long because I know you're a very busy man. So uh, thank you so much for stopping by. I just wanted, yeah, to have a chat with you. As I've said, uh, when I reached out to you um, on this podcast, we have, 
I've had athletes, I've had other agents. Like I said, Mesut Ozil's uh, agent came on and we had a very good um, chat with That's him. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for your time. and, and Thank you, thank you as well, Zeli. Yeah, as, as soon as the episode airs, um, as soon as this episode airs, I'll share the links with you. So when we publish it, it's always available on Spotify, um, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on our sports agency website as well, um, as well as Anchor FM. All right. All right. So it, it should be good marketing for your academy. and your- Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time as well. Thank you for your invitation. Thank you for this opportunity. All right, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take thank care. you. All right. Bye. 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 All right. And that was Chandra um, from Indonesia, who is basically a academy director and agency owner. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that, man. You know, one thing about this podcast that I love doing is just connecting with, you know, people from different walks of life, different parts of the world. So, you know, we talk about, you know, the common thing that brings us together, which in this case is, you know, the business of uh, professional sports. So shout out to him and best of luck to him on his academy and the agency um, and the great work that they're doing in basically providing opportunities for um, Indonesian players to, to get some overseas exposure, you know, where he got to play as well, which is in Spain. You know, a very admirable thing to do. And um, like I said, me and him, you know, I believe there's a lot of, you know, synergies and similarities in what we're trying to do, you know. Um, because as much as I'm here in Japan, man, you know, my dream is still to bring the first South African to play over here. And it's tough at the moment, <laughs> especially with the way the national team is performing. But that's that's a topic for another day. Um but yeah, I'm still in the pursuit to make sure that, you know, I provide an opportunity for a South African to come and represent the country and show that, you know, South Africans can play football, regardless of what the results of the national team are. Um, there is some top talent in South Africa as well. But um, yeah, it was definitely a good lesson for me, you know, um, in this episode talking with uh, Kendi. Because again, I've never been to Indonesia, so I don't really know much about the league. All I know is it's had um, good reviews from people that have been there. They've told me that, you know, the Indonesian market apparently is pretty good. So it's definitely an industry that I'm also eyeing, you know, outside of Japan. Um, I know that Thailand, they've got a good level of football. And um, I know the Philippines as well. And then a contact of mine was like Indonesia as well is worth looking into. So it's always good to connect with... um, you know, with other people involved in the industry that are in those countries. So thank you very much again to Kendi. And um, yeah, we, we look forward to hearing more about the wonderful work that HRC Football Academy, as well as um, Media Sports Agency, these two businesses are performing. All right. So before I head off, man, again, as I say in every single episode, thank you to everyone who supports the podcast. And uh, you can definitely keep supporting the podcast, man. Make those donations on our agency site. Um, if you also want to contribute to the podcast, you can also get our merchandise, um, which is available on the link that I will provide on the description of the podcast. 
right? And a special shout out and thank you to our sponsors, Fila UK, um, 365 Gaming UK, BetterHelp, and MyProtein, all right? To connect with these brands, I always provide a link to their online stores or basically their um, online platforms, which you can access. And if you need to use any of their services or purchase their products, you can use the links that I provide because that will enable you to qualify for certain discounts. All right. So use the codes. Save money. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so, yeah. So that's me for the episode. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, this is Sports Bears from an agent's perspective. You've been with your host, Zila, a.k.a. Chester and Bekela. And this is me saying... Cheers, man. I'll see you guys next episode. Bye. And remember our sporting slogan, man, for this podcast. We don't only talk sports. We lived it. We effing lived it. We fucking lived it. Right, in this segment of our podcast, we actually want to talk about and promote our client and partner, Getafe Madrid International Football Academy. Right, this is an academy, football academy, soccer academy, that is based in Madrid, Spain. Getafe recruits players between the ages of 15 and 17 years old. Players are able to learn from quality coaches from around the world, UEFA accredited and licensed coaches. Players are also afforded the opportunity to receive a quality education with the academy's partner school, Akinas American School. Right, so if players enroll with the academy and study up until they finish their diploma, they are able to obtain a diploma which is USA accredited. And when they obtain this, they are able to enroll and study at any university in the world. All right. So this is an amazing, amazing soccer opportunity for any young player who has ambitions of developing in a foreign market. Passports are open to every single individual in the world. All right. A disclaimer about this uh, promotion is that I, as a football agent that is registered in Japan, I do not represent players under the age of 18. My relationship and partnership is with the academy. All right. So with that being said, I will only liaise with parents or legal guardians of young players. So for anyone listening to this and wanting to find out more information, you can find out by going to our website, which is www.magsportsagency.net. That is www.m-a-g-sportsagency.net. All right. Over there, all the information is displayed in terms of tuition and the application process. 
obviously before players are accepted into the academy um, there are certain requirements that players need to meet in order to be accepted into the academy so only being talented as being a player that is simply not enough this is an academy that places an emphasis you know um, in education as well this is an academy that understands the importance of education as well so what they strive to do is equip young football players with the skills they need to excel at a high level as professional soccer players but also to have the education that is needed for life after a professional soccer career all right so this is an amazing opportunity and um, I would recommend it I definitely recommend it Madrid is an amazing city Spain the Spanish winters are the best winters because they don't get as cold as the rest of Europe and this is an amazing opportunity for a young child to develop and mature as an athlete and an individual all right they will gain the exposure and they will be able to basically be based in one of the cities that is considered as one of the capital soccer cities of the world you know in the city they've got one of the biggest football soccer brands in the world in real madrid so if that doesn't inspire a young player i don't know what will all right so make sure you check out the website for more information and i look forward to hearing from parents and legal guardians who would like to take their child's um, football career and educational um, career to the next level all right take care i'm looking forward to hearing from you So did you know that Sports Biz from an agent's perspective the podcast was actually parlayed from an ebook series that is available on amazon.com I get I bet you I bet you guys didn't know this but uh yeah that is the case um so when I started my journey as a sports agent I told myself that you know what I want to document this journey as it's actually happening. All right? And then that gave me the idea that you know what to start an ebook series and to just basically talk about my experiences um in sort of like an ebook series. All right? So the ebook series that um we completed last year was season 1. Four episodes of season 1. where basically guys I talk about my journey in transitioning from being um an athlete from being a player to actually getting into the business side of professional sports All right I've always known that I wanted to be in the um, the business of professional sports once I stopped playing but I didn't know how All right I bet there's a lot of you know a lot of guys who are athletes Or a lot of guys who are passionate about sports who actually want to become agents but they don't know how to become agents. Okay? This is where I recommend I recommend that you get um my sports biz from an agent's perspective ebook series. 
all right that series literally details everything man it details um the process and it also details on how to get started um you know when you just want to open up your own shop your own agency how to prospect for clients all right and also um i also tell stories about the transfer window and i also tell stories about just my life in tokyo since i've been here all right trust me there's some epic stories that you would not want to miss that are over there but um all that aside the most important information that is on there is literally about how to get started as a sports agent and just how to navigate this journey because i don't have a mentor no one's mentoring me in this sports agency journey it's literally um through trial and error and it's literally just you know taking it day by day and going by instincts okay so make sure you get the ebook series man sports biz from an agent's perspective ebook series all right um and i wish you guys well on your journey man i wish you well on your agent's journey for any agent that's looking to come into the game or for any sports enthusiast that's looking to come into the game i wish you nothing but luck but make sure you get the ebook series <laughs> just kidding man but yeah i just thought i would um tell you guys about it because a lot of guys told me that they didn't know that my podcast was parlayed from an um an ebook series all right there was even a press release there was even like it was also in the media as well um because my podcast has just been catching on so much popularity here in asia and in the african continent and then the one person just contacted me and was like listen i saw sports biz from an agent's perspective on amazon was this a book i was like yep it was first a book before i made it into a podcast so anyway i thought i'd share that little story and uh yeah man i hope you guys go out and get it i definitely recommend it and you won't be disappointed many more seasons are coming as well all right cheers